Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we discuss various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. This week I want to speak about wheat. This is a commodity that is important for global food security and has been part of a global conversation since the start of the Russia-Ukraine war. Those countries are, of course, major players in the global wheat production and exports. And that disruption caused by the war in trade has been felt across many corners of the world. But what I found interesting was that when one spoke to various um, people and number of South Africans, there was a sense of a surprise that South Africa imports over a million tons of wheat a year. And in a way, that is understandable because the message that many people in agriculture, myself included, have been putting out a number of times is that South Africa is doing so well in agriculture, which again is a fact, and we are exporting uh, about half of what we produce, which is valued at over $10 billion uh, a year. But the other message that perhaps we should have clarified was that we also uh, a significant importer of agricultural products. And in fact, over the recent past, South Africa is spending over $5 billion uh, importing food and agricultural products a year. But if one was to look into the top imported products and say, what are the top three products that are there? What you will come up and top is probably rice or wheat and palm oil. Those are the most significant products or, or in value terms that we are importing each year. And the wheat situation has not always been uh, this way in South Africa. In fact, the rice imports are understandable. We are a semi-arid country. We cannot really be growing a lot of rice or any rice for that matter, which is why we are importing all of our rice consumption. The same is true for palm oil. We're not growing any palm oil in South Africa, which is why there's those imports. But in the case of wheat, we used to be major producers of wheat or at least produce a substantial share of our annual consumption of wheat. Our wheat imports, in fact, only started increasing to over a million tons a year in around about 2003-2004. In years before that, wheat imports in South Africa had averaged at around about 400,000 tons a year. And before 1980, or going up into the early 2000s. In fact, if you were to do a long-term average and look at where wheat imports were, you'll find that they were averaging at around about 450,000 uh, tons. So pretty much uh, similar numbers as what you saw in years just before 2003-2004. There are a number of, of, of issues that resulted to this changing with South Africa now suddenly importing over a million tons of wheat a year. But the two important ones is that we've seen an increase in consumption in South Africa. Changes in the, in the, in the food basket on what people put in their baskets as they shop around. They're starting to bring more of the wheat and products, but also rising uh, population was one of those uh, uh, factors. The second one was the decline in area planted um, in wheat. In fact, the most important year when you're thinking about wheat production in South Africa might be 1997-98 season. Because South Africa's wheat plantings in that year fell below a million hectares. And we really haven't seen a recovery um, uh, since then. In years before that, 
Um, the norm was that we would plant at least over a million hectares, which is why we were able to have to produce a substantial share of our consumption of our annual wheat consumption. In, in addition, of course, to some other changes that I've explained about the consumption pattern. The decline in wheat uh, production was caused by a number of, fact of factors. Climate change uh, became one of the, the important factors on that, with some areas of South Africa increasingly becoming uh, non-conducive for wheat production. The other and, and probably most important one was the profitability uh, challenges. Farmers, for example, in various parts of the free state increasingly found that it was not as profitable to plant wheat and then they switched to other crops. And then you saw that area planting declining um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the free state. And these are some of the things that added um, into that reduction in area planting. But the most important uh, point also to emphasize is that in 1997-98, it's also when there was a policy change in South Africa's agriculture. For example, in years before that, we had uh, commodity boards, wheat boards, maize boards, meat boards, all of these boards, which were pretty much um, uh, uh, organized markets that assisted in setting up prices, uh, bits of subsidies that were also available for farmers. All of those things ensured that if you were to produce a certain commodity, uh, government uh, boards were to set these prices that would ensure that at least you are able to cover your production cost, which is why farmers had planted all of these areas. Now, 1997-1998 was the year where South African agricultural markets were deregulated, which basically meant that now, instead of having these boards setting up prices, farmers suddenly had to compete with everyone in the global markets, deriving the price um, uh, in the global markets, which is influenced by all kinds of factors that are happening in other countries. That meant that then some of the areas like Free State came under profitability strain, hence farmers switched to other more profitable crops and then resulting to that decline in area plantings. But of course, other provinces of South Africa don't really have a significant wheat production because of the climatic condition challenges. If they were to plant wheat in some provinces, you find that it's not as of high quality. Um, and the provinces that we, we somewhat see some good quality wheat planting is, of course, the Western Cape, which is a major producer of South Africa's wheat. In fact, about two-thirds or so of the area plantings of our wheat is the Western Cape. We do have, of course, some of the wheat planting um, in the Northern Cape, uh, Limpopo, Northwest, and Free State still have some wheat plantings that is, is under irrigation to some of those areas. So these are some of the dynamics that needs to be understood when we're thinking about what changed in our wheat production, because I saw a couple of times when we started tweeting about wheat imports, especially after the Russia war Ukraine started. Many people were saying in the 80s, we, we, we didn't use to be importing such wheat in South Africa. What has happened uh, now is there mismanagement in the wheat market. And I think these are some of the factors that uh, folks need to understand that there isn't really um, some, some, some bad things that have happened per se, but it was these changes in the climatic conditions that have resulted um, to, to, to the changes in the production patterns. But I must also say that South Africans didn't really fold their arms and look back and say, okay, the area planting is declining. Um, then we can just rely on imports. There was also significant uh, amount of work that has been done in research to improve the profitability. And this was the point of saying, if the area is declining, 
let's then explore prospects of increasing the yields so that we still have a substantial share of the wheat production in the country. And through those efforts, we saw, for example, wheat yields improving from around about two tons per hectare in the years before 1997-98 to now around about 4.3 tons per hectare, for example, in the 2021-22 marketing season. So this is roughly double the, 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 the yields that we used to get into those times. This improvement is through seed breeding, use of fertilizers, better farming methods. So there's a lot that farmers and the researchers have been doing on this. And I'm aware of some of this work because colleagues such as uh, 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 ARC in the Small Grain Institute, Grain SA and a number of seed companies are amongst the people that have been really deeply engaged with some of the work of saying, how do we improve profitability in the wheat industry in South Africa? But still today, I mean, our wheat production um, has remained relatively um, uh, uh, substantial or decent. In the year 2021-22, we were able to get the largest wheat harvest in 20 years. That was about 2.3 million tons or so um, that we were able to get. So that that was a, a good stuff. And it, again, helped us to reduce our dependency on wheat imports marginally to an extent because we're still bringing in about 1.5 million tons of wheat. Our annual consumption on average, it is about 3.4 million tons of wheat. So these are some of the dynamics um, that I think are are important for one to understand when they're looking into into this wheat market. Of course, we do have um, uh, 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 imports that were coming from Russia and, uh, and Ukraine, which I guess many people were worried to say now that there was a war, what will happen to South Africa, which is why other countries were talking about possibilities of shortages in wheat imports and all of those things. But in South Africa, we were in a fortunate position because we were able to import all of the wheat um, that we needed. The Russia-Ukraine share, which used to be around about uh, 26% of our annual wheat imports, were coming from that region, uh, we were able to have that replaced by some of the destination. For example, South Americans suddenly became um, some of the major suppliers of wheat to South Africa. Uh, Argentina and, and Brazil took a substantial share of that wheat, uh, which used to come from, from Russia and replaced um, the, that, that share. The other suppliers of wheat to South Africa includes the likes of uh, Australia, Poland, the US, the US, Canada, those are some of the other countries that we, we importing wheat from. And of course, a number of European countries uh, still remain amongst our list of suppliers um, of wheat um, as a country. So these are some of the things that I felt that are important, perhaps maybe to clarify when we are thinking about the wheat production in South Africa. I guess the other question that could come up in other people's mind is to say, okay, this is all historical perspective. But at the moment, we are in another year, we're looking at 2023. What will South Africa's wood supply look like at this point? And with the data we have is that farmers were able to plant yet another substantial area. In fact, an area that is higher than last year by roughly 6% or so. We planted about 560,000 hectares 
um, of wheat that have been uh, that, that are already uh, tilled and the, the crop is already growing on that. The expectations is that the wheat production will be slightly less than last year by five percent um, uh, to around about two point two million hectares that could be harvested. But this is still an early estimate that we have. There will be changes as the year pro- progresses, and I think given the good rains that we've seen in the Western Cape which is the major producer of our wheat, roughly two-thirds from that province, we're likely to see these yields um, uh, estimates uh, being revised up and, in fact, have yet another good crop. But the reality that is not going to change is that we will remain the net importers of wheat. Uh, Roughly, again, half of our annual consumption will still be imported um, until there is over the, 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 the medium or long term uh, significant improvement in, in, in seed breeding where we're able to get even higher yields than what we, we are currently getting. That's the thing that I think could change the dynamics as we see uh, them today. But still, I think South Africa is in a better shape because we are producing half of our annual consumption domestically and then supplementing it with another half. Some of the other countries in the continent and elsewhere, they are importing a far larger share of their domestic wheat consumption than the exposure that we currently have um, as a country onto this. And I think the, the other positive thing is that uh, the, the, the various importing companies, Millers and the others, um, are still able to secure all of the wheat needs um, that the car- of the country and be able to produce all of the products that we all find in our shelves when we go to store, which is why even at the height of the uh, war, or maybe months after the war started, as many countries were worried about wheat supplies and the prices domestically, we didn't really worry much about the availability of supplies. But of course, the price was an issue because we are interlinked to the global market like anybody else. So those are some of the things that I thought are worth clarifying in this week's uh, podcast. We'll come back next week with other themes. We're likely going to look at the logistical matters as I've signaled in the previous segment. But I thought it's important this week to to, to clarify and look into this wheat uh, space story. I must close off by saying for those that are not familiar with the wheat market, wheat is a winter crop. It's not planted in the same month as maize, soybeans, sunflower. It's planted in South Africa from around about May going on, and then we harvest it around about December to beginning of January. While for summer crops, maize, sunflower, soybean, it's the opposite of that. The reason the Western Cape then gets to be the major supplier or producer of our wheat is because it is a winter rainfall area. They get their rains in in, in the winter season compared to the rest of the South Africa. So those are some of the dynamics that I think are important, um, uh, at least at a very high level, for one to have a context of when they are thinking about the the, the story of wheat um, in South Africa. That's it for the week. Uh, my name is Wandile Sihlobo. I'm an agricultural economist uh, based in Pretoria. Uh, for more of our writing and our thinking about agricultural economic issues, you can check the website of the organization that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa, www.agbiz.co.za or my blog, which is wandilesislobo.com, and you'll be able to read more about some of our work there. Thank you for listening.